What's up and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Way show. I'm your host, Aaron Velke. I'm joined by the legendary integrator, Marty Noki, here in the house. And today, we're going to talk about that lovely, lovely, disappointing feeling when you have set goals and missed them, when you have denied your own success, when, when maybe you didn't get to what you expected, whether it's the end of the quarter, end of the year... Maybe it's your your halfway checkpoint, but we got to talk about what happens when you miss your target. And if you're out there on the pursuit of more, we talk about this all the time. If, if you're really going after your dream, you're, you're going to hit moments like this. And today we're going to help you process it, understand it, and get beyond it because you cannot afford to stop. Marty, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm much better now that I've been called legendary. <laughs> <laughs> It, do, it doesn't take much with me. Uh, legendary. Legendary. Uh, have you been stuck where you set goals for the year and missed them? <laughs> like every day or... <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking pro- probably the biggest goal that I've had since I left ministry was um, was to get out of here, get out of where I'm living. Um, it, it, I, I have made this commitment to myself that I would not, I, I had to move back to Pennsylvania where my family is. And I, I had made this commitment when I first did it, I will not stay here. This will not be home. It will not be home. Um, those who know me know my, my car still has Maryland plates on it because I've <laughs> refused to make Pennsylvania home. And over the, the course of the past five years, it'll be five years in, um, in January since I left ministry, that 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 has been my one goal, and I have not been able to reach that goal, for one reason or another. Um, sometimes it's been fear. Sometimes it's been other things. Financially, not being able to do it. After five years, I, I'm finally going to hit that goal next month in a couple months. Um, right around that five year anniversary of when I left ministry, I'll finally have a new home, and I could finally call a place home. Um, so that that has been a goal that has lingered with me for a long time that I just have not been able to get to. Well, big things are on the horizon. Big things on the horizon. I I, I just think about all the the process of getting there and, and the, the stories I've told myself, the how um you know I'm not worthy. I'm like I can't do this. This is something I can I'm not able to do. And yet I've I I still knew that that had to be a part of the story, that there was going to have to be this move. I don't like living in remote area. I like to be connected to a, to a larger city, larger area. Uh, and being able to to work through all of that and finally get to this point and be patient with it, which I think is sometimes the hardest part for people, for you, is being patient with that process of of getting there. And can I adjust and adapt as the year goes on uh, in order to get there. So I'm still working towards it. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very real thing, not not hitting the goal right away. Especially, so I know that you listening are engaged in growth. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. And if if you are, then you've probably felt the same thing that Marty's talking about. I, I know it. I've I've missed financial goals. I've missed business goals. I've missed fitness goals. I've missed 
reading goals. Like you're you're gonna set these targets that are really far. And then you go through the experience of missing them. And in my opinion, there, there's nothing more deflating than watching something you've paid attention to for a long time not happen. There's it's painful. And it almost brings up all of the demons, all of the the negativity yeah. that you harbor all at the same time. And depending on when you do this, that reality becomes really big. So if you're doing it at the end of the year and you've been tracking for a full year and it's not until the end of the year that you realize you ain't going to make it, that that's a very heavy reality. Maybe you're doing it at a quarter and you missed your quarter goal. Maybe it's halfway. Maybe it's a monthly. It doesn't matter what the cadence is. But I do know that if, if you're getting to the end of the year and it's time to reflect a little bit and look at these, these expectations, these goals that you've set, and you're feeling like it's impossible or, or you know because you've been avoiding looking at it anyway, that you're not going to make it, that's when you really get to find out who's, who's talking inside your head. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, both of us, you and I, both have a practice of, of going away at the end of the year for a day or so to, to reflect upon that. And I, I think many people do that time between Christmas and New Year's because the time tends to slow down then. People are thinking about the next year. And so we're, we're much more conscious of that at that point of the year and and I wonder as we work with people, it how do you how do you put that in place throughout the year so that I can evaluate maybe every quarter and say, all right, I'm not there. Do I need to adjust the goal? Can I adapt a little bit in order to maybe a, attain a goal that might be look different, but it's still moving me towards that big goal that that I do want, like moving for myself. Yeah, yeah, it, it is important to do that. I have always struggled with the rhetoric and language to myself when these things start to change. Let's call it what it is, right? A goal is an expectation. Flatline, that's what it is. So we set this expectation and either we work towards it in a in a manner that's congruent with that bigger expectation. We, we do the small things or... We don't. And if if day to day we're not living in it, man, the, the things I will tell myself, I would never utter to another human being. Never. It would be completely uh, toxic. It would be almost aggressive in a format that, that could be considered like inhumane. And yet in my head, they're there. It's it's just fine. It's abusive. You're abusing yourself. It's to, it's violence, man. And then on the far side, when that's like the day to day, right? I, I say I'm going to do blank, and I don't do it. That that's that's my day to day. But then what really gets dangerous, especially if you're approaching a, a really good reflection period, like the end of year, you start to change your future. You start to to drag that future smaller to make it fit into the failure that you're now feeling. And I just, I have to be really mindful about it because that, that like mindset, that, that language that goes on in my, my head is, is not appropriate. It's, and it's probably something you struggle with too, if you're listening. I, I do know what, what the response is for myself, and I, I would bet many others have something very similar, that I, I will eventually then tell myself, well, I, I got to sell. This is the best it is. This is all I could do. And I, I think we, over time, I 
I, you, everyone probably begins to settle in some ways, thinking this is as good as it gets. And so I just stop even having the goal. I get rid of the goal. And I know I've been there myself. That was one of my mantras when I was in ministry, when I was working with young people. Don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. And and I had to begin to to realize I, I was actually speaking to myself the whole time. I was the one settling. And here I'm telling that they, them that they should do something different. I, I think that's how it eventually plays itself out. I, that voice becomes so real. And the only way to satisfy it is to just settle, is to just stop and say, all right, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. The the compromise there is is tremendously disappointing too, right? There's no win in that conversation. You're, you're having this mental scrimmage in your head about whether you deserve your dream or not, or wh- whether it makes sense. Then you start to go into the logistics. You're, you're angry that it didn't happen, but you're coming up with all these bullshit excuses about why it didn't. Uh, the pandemic, the business, the economy, the, the world, the, biz- the, the team, the, the family, Wh- who knows? You'll find a thousand reasons. You know, the, the, the things that I have to mind that are loudest for comments. I'll never make it. That's one thing that I have to combat. Man, I'll set these targets, these goals, these expectations. And the first thing that happens at the end of the year or in these reflection periods is I'll never make it. So I got to really mind that. Uh, If I set the wrong target, then something that comes up really interestingly is, well, I'm just not good at setting targets. So I'll, I'll, I'll like distrust my own ability to set a goal in the first place because things are going awry. I'll say something like, people can't rely on me to hit these benchmarks. I carry a lot of burden on my shoulders with what I need to do and get done. And as soon as things start slipping where I don't hit the target, I'm like, well, I'm going to let people down. I'm going to let other people down. Not just not just me. I'm going to let You're other right. people down. Yeah. And then naturally, a, a big one, especially as a leader, is maybe someone else should lead this instead of me. And And this like record plays in my head rather than actually have a productive assessment of what's going on i just start losing it and i now know how to navigate this and how to sort of stop it but i'm still human these are very human thoughts as you're on the like growth path yeah and you know i I, it never goes away I i think we have a tendency to say well I, I've dealt with that. I don't have to deal with it again. You will have to deal with it again because as long as as long as you're here, you're going to have that 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 talk in your head. It's kind of become more aware of it and stop it. And I I, I think it becomes kind of close the gap of how long it takes me to become aware of it to really be put an end to it at that moment because it will return as well. And I, for me, I, it, it's about worthiness. I think is is eventually what I would tell me. Well, it wasn't worth it anyway. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. So why why bother? Why bother at this point? Becomes my mantra in that experience. And I I know I've talked to many other people that that we work with who have something very similar. I'm not worth it anyway. It was I'm not worth it. Yeah, I, I want to label it for you listening because I, I I do think that we don't get direct enough with this to actually make it change. Uh, obviously, this is a big part of our work and, and the thesis behind all of our, our change making. I'm, I'm going to label it. If you're listening, it's going to be rather punchy. So uh, bear, bear, like, give yourself a, a minute to buckle process up. this. Buckle up. But, but I was going to say buckle up, but then I did 
then I thought back to the last time I said buckle up and whatever. This, this process is happening where you're setting a target and convincing yourself that you're not good enough, you're not worthy, that the goal is too big and you don't know how to do it. And as a result, you are regularly decommitting from a very important part of the journey. The part of the journey is setting a target, setting a goal, and then reevaluating. And if you are discounting the importance of change along this big journey that you're on, then you're going to find you're stuck over and over and over. So here's what's happening internally when, when you go to set a goal. Your measurement of how much you trust yourself and how much you are committing to a process is going to come into question. And if you aren't incredibly trusting of yourself and you aren't committing to a process, any expectation and goal that you set is going to come riddled with all kinds of problems. And over and over, you're going to cycle back to the same place. So if you're in the same place at the end of the year that you were at the beginning of the year, your self-trust is going to break. It's, it's going to break. And when you go to set another target for the next year, you're going to remember that you didn't move the needle the past year. So you, you're almost living in this, this book where like the end of the chapter, you flip the page and you're back to the same chapter over and over and over. And, and that comes with it its own pain. I just want to remind you that that doesn't have to be the end of the story and that that chapter doesn't have to repeat itself. It's just a matter of making change. And there are a lot of ways to do that. We're going to help you get there. But that self-talk piece and self-trust when you go to set goals and, and have all these expectations is, is a big part of what has changed my whole life. Because I was also the guy setting a shitload of goals and missing them. I, I do want to say a little bit on being stuck. I just had this conversation with someone last week, someone who who's involved with Get Out of Your Own Way. I'm, because we, we just kind of throw it out there. And it's kind of identify what that stuckness is. We have a tendency to know what it feels like. But it's, you're often in, in between two different things. That, that you recognize you, you want this goal. You want this expectation. I want to move. And yet I'm still trapped in this, in this space where I see what I'm giving up. right? And, and I have a hard time giving up whatever was. And so I, I, I literally make the choice to put myself in between these two realities. And all it takes is that one step, as we often say, take that one step towards that goal. And eventually this will, will begin to fade quickly. The, the past or that whatever you're holding on to will begin to fade quickly by taking that one step. But I, I, I think that's the experience for most people. I want that. And yet this is so real for me over here on this side that I don't know I don't know what to do to, to move towards that space. Mm. Yeah, as you describe that, here's a, here's a punchy uh, one-liner. Stuck feels like an STD. I can't <laughs> talk about it. If I talk about it, I'm going to be like cut out from everybody. I'm not going to be loved. No one can know about this. Exactly. And, and then, yeah, then you're trapped in this. I love the word trapped. You're trapped in this like strange box where you can't talk about being stuck. You can't, so you can't be stuck. So you got to mm -hmm. look like you're not stuck. Meanwhile, you're eating yourself alive with all this self talk that's like incriminating. And 
on the outside, if you're still projecting that you're not stuck, it's all fake anyway. Like it's 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 a tight box to be in. And having been there a couple of times, I also know that that's where the echo chamber of your own negative narrative gets really, really loud. Wait, were were you in the trapped or were you in the STD? Just to be clear, trapped. <laughs> okay, <laughs> trapped. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used STD as an example. <laughs> nah, it's got a stigma, right? It's got, it like, does. you know, but, there, there's but, so uh, much l- like labeling add, there. Yeah. Let me, and let me add this one point. Cause I don't think it's that I can't say anything or I can't get help. I make the choice not to say anything. That's, I think that's the one tweak I'm making the choice not to say anything because I don't want to be perceived in a way using that example, STD. I don't want to be perceived in a way by other people because I know it has been the cause of other choices that I've made. I don't think it's that I can't say something. I choose not to say something. Well, it, but that's that's not what we're feeling. Like I, what you're saying makes sense. Right. But if you're in but that moment, the pain choice. is like, if if I say this, the cost is too high, right? The 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 cost of saying that I'm stuck is much 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 higher. It's all perception. Then, then I have to deal with it. Then I have to confront it. I, I can't run from it. And people are going to judge me or I'm going to be outcast or I'm going to be let go of or someone's going to say that I'm not a good entrepreneur or business owner or I'm not, I'm not serious about what I want. And if you've, if you've missed the expectation and you're stuck and you're, you're, one, you're dealing with being stuck and two, you're, you're, you're grappling with any kind of positive self-talk and you're, you're telling yourself you're never going to make it, now, now that starts to become a a very, very powerful swirl down the wrong direction. I mean, you, I, I've been trapped in that before where because I don't want the visibility of me to change and I don't want things to look like I don't have it figured out or I'm not all put together, I don't share. And then my self-talk is like, see, you're never going to make it. So now the goal starts to shrink and shrink and shrink. The expectation starts to go down and down and down. And before you know it, you just opt out of setting these these benchmarks and believing that you can make it in the first place. Settle, 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 settle is eventually what you're doing. The other thing I think of from my own experience is it, in that process of making it smaller, 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 the regret grows bigger, 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 bigger because I'm not getting what I want. And so I start living with the regret at the same time. And am I going to confront these regret, which will, was off in many ways the catalyst for me leaving ministry was recognizing these regrets that I was holding on to that I wasn't getting what I want I wasn't living the life that I wanted and so the regret became so magnified at that point that I had no other choice but I, we, you and I have often talked about this in my own story I waited too long like don't wait too long before you get there you're you're going to do it it's going to to come to head at some point anyway. And if you're feeling that now, if you're feeling that experience of regret because you're not getting to where you want to go, address it now. Don't wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's super important to just reset and start where you are. Like as an overly simplistic answer to the problem. Admitting where you are. That's all it is. Right. Admitting where you are. say where you are. Like I I didn't read it. Dude, I I set these goals... Uh, almost back to back. One year, I read fifty books, which was a bananas amount of books. And then the next year, I tried to do the same thing. And I read all these books, and 
retained very little, but I applied some of them through the year. And then it was like, well, things are growing. Things are changing. I learned a lot. Now I'm not going to be able to read these books. I guilted myself for almost nine months about the number of books that I had read. And it was still like, I don't know, 12 at the end of the year, right? Still a meaningful number of books. But the whole year, I'm like, oh my God, dude, you're not, you're not committed to your growth. You're not committed to becoming who you want to become. You're committed to business. And something simple like that could have just changed where halfway through the year or at the first quarter, I'm like, okay, I'm on track for 12, not 50. Let me just change the goal to 12. And if, if I hit, if I set 12 and hit 12, I feel good. If I set 50 and hit 12, I feel like someone like, I belong in a jail with the worst people on the planet, right? Like the, 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 the level of... Because you didn't read 50 books. Right. The the level of worth that I have just sank immediately to like, like a small pile of like not even valuable deer poop. Like that, that's how, how like small I felt. And all I had to do was to look and say, well, where, where am I today? Okay. It's June. I've done six. Well, Half the year, done June. Okay, let's let's plan for 12. Or if I really want to feel good, let's say 10. And now if I exceed it, I'm on track to, to feel great. I just think that we set these, these silly targets mostly based on the people around us and the things that are around us, not based on what is real and and inside of our capacity. And then all of a sudden, we're, we're like, like fighting ourselves internally to try to get something that we never wanted in the first place or could have, it, it was like impossible. And no one else cares. No one else Fair. cares. <laughs> so it might not even be what I want, but I, I am doing it because this is what other people want for me. Uh, when in reality, no one cares. No one cares. And, and I wonder if part of that is in setting the goal, can I be intentional about why that goal is being set in the first place? Rather than just saying, I'm going to read 50 books. Well, who cares? Like, all right, good for you. You read 50 books. If I don't remember anything or if I'm not intentional about it or specific about what what kind of book I'm going to read, all right, I'm just going to sit down and read it. That, that's no different than reading a textbook for school, essentially. And I, so I wonder, does there need to be some intentionality to it? Because in reality, like life is going to come in many different facets over the course of the year when you're setting a goal. And life's often going to adjust what that goal is because of different circumstances. And if I get so tied to that goal, uh, that that's when I'll start beating myself up because I know I'm not going to get there. When in reality, I have to adjust it because life has taken me here rather than here. And, and so do I do, what do I do in order to adjust to that? Yeah, there, there's no shame in adjusting a goal. Like that, that needs to be said out loud. If you're listening and you've had to adjust your goal, there's, there's no shame in that. That's, that's wisdom in a lot of ways. You know, whether, whether your goal is you want to build a seven figure net worth, you want to get the business to a certain revenue, you want to go to the gym a number, a certain, uh, certain number of times, maybe you want to travel and see a certain country. Uh, it could be that you want to sign up for a number of classes, you want to pay for a coach, you want to, Go see a certain number of concerts. Like it, it doesn't matter what your goal is. What does matter is the proximity you have to it. Is it realistic? That's incredibly important. Some of you are setting goals where, like, your first year in business, 
my my first year in business made twenty eight grand. It'd be absolutely asinine for me to set a goal the next year I'm making a million bucks like that. It doesn't work like that. So maybe you're setting a goal based on your prior performance that's wildly disconnected from what you've previously done. Instead of thinking in increments, you're thinking in magic and sorcery. Because it's also okay to say, all right, it might not be the end of this year, but three years from now, I could be there. Yeah. Right. Or, Or we're setting goals that have nothing to do with what we want. And we're doing it because we think the world wants us to do it. Both of those things lead to tremendous failure. I'll never forget. I had a conversation with a mentor one time. He said, what's your five-year goal? And I remember being really dialed in with what that was. And he said to me, how, well, how does all this make you feel? And I was like, well, I have a lot of work to do, man. It's time, time to put in the time. Let's go to work. Time to buckle up. Buckle up. Let's go. And <laughs> he said to me, what would it look like and how would you feel if that was a 10-year goal instead of a five-year goal? And I was like, oh, wow. Uh, I think I'd feel a lot lighter, probably less pressured, stressed, and like strung out. That sounds great. He's like, maybe it's your attachment to the timeline that's creating the problem. If, if you're attached to the timeline that this has to happen, you won't move it. You won't change the goal. You won't adapt to it. It's like... Uh, hey, I'm setting a three-year goal of being able to run a marathon. Like, well, okay, that's maybe going to work, maybe not. Have you ever run before? Have you ever done a 5K? Because if if you're trying to go from zero to a marathon really fast, the challenge is going to be pretty obvious. So I, th- I think you know, knowing where you are and then detaching from the timeline are, are two things that are now in my toolbox of how do I navigate my own self-talk and how do I navigate missing the goal? I, I, I'm just having this thought to myself, like in, in setting that goal, now that we've talked about, maybe I don't reach it after that year. Maybe I need to extend it out. How, how much of um, our own fears of either failure or as we've talked about before, success plays into that. So uh, maybe I'll create a goal that's much smaller because I know I can hit it or I'll put it so far away that I don't even have to worry about it. And that way it, it creates a, a kind of a safe space as well around around this this reality for ourselves. Yeah, it's true. You know, if, if you're you're sitting there and you're reflecting on where you are and these things start to come up, right? I'm never going to make it. I don't know if I can trust myself. People rely on me and I'm going to let them down or, or maybe someone else should take over and lead instead of me. Then it's a good time to stop and pause and say, okay, where, where am I? Where's my actual progress? And if, if you want a good resource for this, there's a great book by Benjamin Hardy, Dr. Benjamin Hardy called The Gap in the Game, where it essentially walks you through a framework of what are you paying attention to? I believe in this. Can you look at how far you've come, not how far you are from the target? It's a great, great resource for that. But it's also important to, to know where you are so that you can move forward. And if you refuse to accept where you are and even just write it out, Okay, maybe you don't have a seven-figure net worth. Do you know what your net worth is? Like, have you calculated that? Let's let's start there. Okay, now you have, instead of 500,000 to go, you got 200,000 to go. Great, you made progress. Awesome. Even if you didn't make progress, even if you went backwards, until you know where you are, it's very hard to get anywhere. So it's it's well worth just pausing and resetting. And Man, I've been my own worst enemy in this category for sure. I've had to get out of my own way numbers of times on this. 
all the time. I, and my piece of advice would be also, as we talked about at the beginning, step away. And you step away even if it's for a day and evaluate where you are at this moment. And you're going to tell me, mm, I don't have the time, I don't have this, I can't do this. I, they're all excuses and it's all that voice that that's keeping you from really confronting where you are at this moment anyway. Step away, step away for a day, get away. Yeah, I uh, I think that's so valuable. Step step back so you can step forward. You know, it's it's kind of uncomfortable to to do the measurement. I also think that it it requires you to make the time cuz often we just get to the end of the year and it's like, "Whoa, I missed it." Like, "Well, you probably could have figured that out like 6 months ago." <laughs> right. You know, like and, your, your and trajectory before, can before you know it, a decade has passed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which which is a whole other bag of worms, right? Like, <laughs> right. you know, hey, how come you didn't make it? Like, well, at what point did you stop and figure out that you were off track? <laughs> right. 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 If you and I are in, in DC on the, like the East Coast and we're trying to drive to California, how long, how many, how many state signs do we need to see before we're like, <laughs> ah, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina? I don't think we're going the right direction, man. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's that kind of reflection that's important. Yeah. Uh, and, and either say, all right, we need to change direction or I want to go to Florida instead. That's right. And change yeah. the goal, right? But you still, have, you still have to stop and evaluate. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if if you're in a place where maybe you're not skilled yet in building a goal and, and learning how to do it intelligently, then then that's that might be a skill to to lean in on. There, there is a skill, and there's certainly a, an art to it, a science uh, and an art to this process. If, if you need help with that, then reach out to us. We're happy to get you started on on your way. I just don't want you to go through some of the pains that I've gone through where. I'm just, I'm torturing myself. Like I'm literally destroying the confidences, the skills and the intelligences that I've developed over the years because I didn't hit some silly goal that I set at the beginning of the year with no information as to how the year unfolded. Best year ever to talk about that? COVID. Oh my God. All of my goals that year, man. It was like someone sent a nuke over to him and that whole thing was just radioactive yeah. for months. Uh, and I, I'll just add one point to that COVID year. I, the, the way I met you was I didn't get a goal. I had planned on going into college work. That failed because of COVID. And we ended up meeting in, in that process. And so sometimes the, you might have that goal and it sends you in a different trajectory. And as long as you let go, you'll probably be okay. Yep. If you're stuck missing your own expectations and, and not hitting targets and need some help, feel free to book a discovery call with us. We'll help you figure out where the pattern is. Go to www.getoutofyourownway.coach and you can set up a call with us. We appreciate you being here. Know that missing your own expectations is part of the journey and we're happy to help you get out of your own way. Thanks for being here. See you on the next show.